friends, it's Destiny. Welcome back. Today we are going to continue Junie B. Jones is a Party Animal by Barbara Park. We're on Chapter 5, and it's called Going to the Ball. Lucille was sitting in the middle. She whispered real quiet to me in that grace. Beg for my poodle, she said. You promised, remember? You promised to beg for my poodle. Me and that Grace looked and looked at each other, cause we didn't actually want to do that particular thing. Lucille poked us. Come on, you promised, she whispered. You promised to beg. I did a sigh. Then I thinked and thinked about what to say. Finally, I took a deep breath. Hey, Nana, guess what? Lucille wants a poodle, apparently. And so, could you buy her one, do you think, I asked. Yes, could you, asked Grace, cause she's making us beg you or else we can't spend the night. The Nana's mouth came all the way open. Oh, is that what this is all about, huh? Well, my granddaughter knows perfectly well that I am allergic to dogs. So you can tell Lucille that a poodle is out of the question, I'm afraid. I patted Lucille very understanding. A poodle is out of the question, we're afraid, I said. Lucille kicked her feet up and down. Beg harder, she whispered. You have to beg harder. I did a frown. Are you firm on that, Nana? I asked. No poodle, Lucille, said the Nana, very snappish. Lucille kicked her feet some more. I knew that dumb idea wouldn't wouldn't work, she grouched. But just then, the car stopped in front of a big iron gate. Grace's eyes opened big and wide. Wow, this gate looks like a castle gate, she said. Lucille smiled a teeny bit. It's not a castle gate, you silly head. She said, it's the gate to my house. The Nana pushed a button and the gate opened right up in front of our eyes. Hey, that button is like magic, I said. Lucille smiled bigger. After that, the Nana drove down a long driveway. She stopped in front of a big, beautiful house. Lucille jumped out of the car and ran inside. Me and that Grace followed after her. And guess what? Lucille's house was even beautifuler on the inside than it was on the outside. There was a big, beautiful, long row of stairs and a beautiful big bowl of flowers and a beautiful, giant, sparkling ceiling light that was made out of glass. I did a gasp at that glistening thing. That light takes my breathing away, I said. Lucille skipped all around in a circle. She singed out a loud song in our ears. See? See? I told you I was rich. See, see? I told you I was rich, she sang. She made up that song, I believe. After that, she took our hands and showed us all the rooms in her house. She showed us the living room and the dining room and the kitchen and the big giant patio and the daddy's office and the mother's office and the family room and the pool room where you play pool and the outside pool where you swim and the hot tub and the library and the gym and the Nana's room and the mother and daddy's room and the fancy gold bathroom with the jacuzzi and the brother's room and the whole, whole bunch of guest rooms. Then finally, Lucille showed us her very own bedroom, and it looked like a bedroom where a princess lived. Lucille's bed had a pink frilly roof on the top of it. 
That's called a canopy, she explained. It matches my pink silk draperies and the pink silk bedspread and my pink telephone and my plush pink rug and my wallpaper with the pink flowers in it. And see, my TV and my stereo and my computer and my CD player. She pointed to the corner. And did you notice all of my big stuffed animals standing over there, she asked. My eyes popped out at those giant guys. The giraffe was even bigger than me. Me and that Grace ran to play with them. No, stop, don't, shouted Lucille. You're not allowed to touch them. They're just for show. Huh, said Grace. What, I said, how come? Because they were expensive, that's how come, she said. Those animals costed my Nana a fortune. Oh, I said, kind of disappointed. Oh, said that Grace. We sat down on Lucille's bed. Lucille shouted us out at us again. No, get up. You're not allowed to sit there. That bedspread is just for show. Hmm. Me and that Grace springed right up off of there. Lucille quick smoothed the material with her hand. Don't you two know anything, she said. This bedspread is made out of silk. I told you. I'm not allowed to get it soiled. Oh, I said. Oh, said that Grace. After that, Lucille skipped over to her dresser and pressed a button on her mirror. A million bazillion lights came on. Look at this, she said. This is my very own professional makeup mirror. It's the same kind of mirror that they use for Hollywood stars. My Nana brought it all the way back from California. Me and that Grace run to do run to the sparkly mirror. We looked at ourselves in the bright lots. Then we sticked out our tongues and made funny faces. Lucille quick turned it off. It's not a toy, she grouched. After that, me and that Grace just stood very still. We didn't touch anything. This is going to be a long evening, I said, kind of quiet. Only just then something very wonderful happened. Lucille's Nana came in the room and she was carrying a big box of dress-up clothes. I thought you little gals might have some fun with some of my old evening gowns, she said, real nice. They're as old as the hills, but they're still quite stunning. Lucille, run to the box, speedy quick. Let's play Cinderella, she said. She pulled out a big, beautiful, sparkly pink gown. I'm Cinderella, she sounded, and that Grace shoved me out of her way, and she ran to the box, too. She pulled out a sparkly blue gown. I'm the fairy godmother, she yelled. I did a huffy breath at those two, cause now I had to be the ugly stepsisters, probably. I bended down and searched through the box, very careful. Then all of a sudden, my hands felt something long and silky and softy. I quick pulled it out of there. Nana's whole face lighted up. Oh my goodness, my old feather boa, she said. Well, I haven't seen that thing in years. I danced around with the lovely thing. I love this, Nana. I love this old feather boa. Just then, another great idea popped into my brain. Hey, I know. I will be the famous singer that sings at Cinderella's Ball. Lucille and Grace looked funny at me. What singer, said Lucille. There's no singer, said that Grace. I stamped my foot at them. Yes, there is. There is, too, a singer, and I am her, and my name is Florence the Famous Singer, and I will be performing show tunes from the hit musical 
Annie. So there. Lucille and Grace shrugged their shoulders at me. Then they dressed up in their beautiful gowns, and they went to the ball. And I sang, the sun will come out tomorrow. Chapter 6. Bouncing. After that, we finished, after we finished playing Cinderella, the Nana called us to dinner. Me and Lucille and that Grace skipped into the big dining room. We sat at a long, shiny table. Pretty soon, Lucille's Nana came in from the kitchen, and she gave us our dinner. And guess what? Its name was Beans and Frank. Hooray, I said. Hooray for Beans and Frank, because this is my favorite kind of home cooking. The Nana did a teeny smile. Well, we usually have a cook, but I gave her the night off, she said. After that, the Nana poured milk into a beautiful sparkly glass. Ooh, Nana, these are your best crystal glasses, said Lucille, real thrilled. I love these expensive things. Me too, I said. I love expensive things too. Only too bad for me, cause nobody even told me that crystal glasses were heavy. And so when I picked up my glass, it slipped right out of my hand and it fell onto the floor and broke into lots of pieces. Lucille's whole mouth came open. Oh no, you broke it. You broke my Nana's crystal glass. The Nana's face was reddish and scrunchy. Sorry, Nana, I said real soft. Sorry I broke your crystal glass. The Nana sucked her cheeks in way into her head. Let's just try to be more careful, shall we, dear, she said. I bobbed my head up and down. We shall, I said back. After that, I ate my beans and Frank very careful. Only pretty soon, my Frank spilled off my fork and landed on Nana's white tablecloth. Oh, no, hollered Lucille. That's my Nana's good linen tablecloth. She brought it all the way from Ireland. The Nana's face was twisty and puffy. I quick pushed my plate away from me. My stomach felt in a tight knot. Yeah, only guess what? I'm not actually hungry anymore. And so I think I will just sit here and not spill anything. The Nana cleaned up my messes with a wet cloth. After that, she finished and she brought us chocolate ice cream for dessert. Only too bad for me because the teeny plop of ice cream dropped right off my spoon and it landed on my chair cushion. The Nana did a big breath. You're a bit of a bull in a china shop, aren't you, dear? She said. Sorry, Nana, I said. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The Nana patted my hand very stiffish. Quite all right, she said, kind of mumbly. After that, I got down from the table, and me and Lucille and my, me and my friends went back to Lucille's room. And guess what? Things got funner. Because Lucille said we could play with the games that were in her closet, on account of they weren't even expensive. First, we played chutes and ladders. Then we played Twister and Bingo and Candyland. Plus, we also played Let's Spin Till We Get Real Dizzy and Fall Down. And guess what? I didn't even break anything. Hey, I think I'm getting the hang of this party, I said, very happy. Just then, the Nana knocked on Lucille's door. Time for you ladies to put your pajamas on, she told us. I danced all around the room real happy. Hooray, I said, hooray for pajamas, because I brought my favorites. I quick put them on. See, Nana? See how biggish and baggyish they are? That's how come they feel so comfortable. The Nana's eyes looked down at me. How very charming, she said. 
Just then, that grace jumped right in front of me. Look at mine, Nana, she said. See mine? The pajamas have neon green polka dotties on them. How very colorful, said the Nana. All of a sudden, Lucille popped out of her big closet. Ta-da! Look at me, everyone. I'm wearing my beauteous pink satin nighty. See me? See how lovely I look? I look like a gorgeous model in this thing, she said. Lucille let me and that grace feel her material. How very smoothy, I said. After that, me and that grace rolled, unrolled our sleeping bags on the floor. And the Nana looked, took the silk, silk bread spread off of Lucille's bed. Time to get your beauty sleep, princess, she told Lucille. Then those two kissed and hugged goodnight. And the Nana shut the door. Only guess what? Lucille didn't even get in bed. She kept twirling all around in her pink satin nighty gown. This is how models twirl, she said. They twirl so you can see their fronts and their backs. Lucille wouldn't stop twirling. See my front? See my back? She said. Me and that Grace got up on her bed to watch her twirl. Lucille's bed was soft and cushy. We bounced up there a teeny bit. Lucille stopped twirling. Hey, don't, she said. That bed's for beauty sleep only. I patted her bed, very admiring. Yeah, only it's too bad because we can't actually play up here because this mattress is a bouncy one, I said. Just then, Lucille's face did a sneaky smile. Want to bounce, she said real soft. Want to really, really bounce? She tippy-toed to her, to her door and looked down the hall. Come on, she whispered. Follow me. I grabbed Philip, Johnny, Bob and followed after Lucille and that grace. We tippy-toed down the hall and around the corner. Then Lucille opened a big door to a giant guest room, and there was a giant bed in that place. See it, she said. See how huge this bed is? My Nana had it specially made in case we have tall company. Lucille quick shut the door after us. Come on, let's go, she said. And so all of us run to the big bed, speedy quick, and we jumped and jumped and jumped on that thing. I sang a joyful song. It's called... Jumping, jumping, jumping on a giant bed. Jumping, jumping, jumping on the giant bed, I sang. Only too bad for me, because all of a sudden I remembered something very important. And it's called, Mother and Daddy Said No Jumping. I got off the bed speedy fast. Only, here's the problem, I said. I'm not actually allowed to jump, because Mother and Daddy said no jumping. And so, you guys should stop jumping too, because that would be polite of you. Lucille and that Grace didn't pay any attention to me, and that is how come I had to get back on the giant bed and shout in their faces. Stop jumping, I said, cause I'm not allowed to jump, and you guys shouldn't jump too. Grace springed way up high in the air. Who's jumping? I'm not jumping, she said. She giggled very silly. I'm bouncing. Just then, my whole face got happy. I hugged and hugged that girl, cause Mother and Daddy didn't say I couldn't bounce. After that, I bounced and bounced and bounced. Bouncing, bouncing, bouncing on the giant bed, I sang. I bounced till sweat came on my head, and then I flopped down on the bed to rest. I flopped on a plumpery pillow. Ooh, Lucille, this is the most plumpery pillow I ever even saw, I told her. Of course it is, silly, said Lucille. That's because my Nana has all of her pillows handmade in Sweden. I quick swinged the plumpery pillow over to my friend Grace. Grace, hey Grace, Phil how plumpery this pillow is, I said. 
Only Grace didn't actually see it coming, and it accidentally hit her in the head. I peeked at her under that thing. Yeah, only that didn't even harm you a bit, because plumpery pillows don't hurt people. Right, Grace? Right. That Grace did a teeny grin. Then she took the plumpery pillow off her head, and she swinged it all around and hit me in the tummy. Oof, I said. Then I laughed and laughed. Hey, I was right. Plumpery pillows don't hurt people. After that, I hit Lucille in the head with my plumpery pillow. Plus, I also hit Grace again. And then those guys got their own plumpery pillows, and all of us kept on hitting each other very fun. Only just then a mistake happened. Because I didn't even know there was a rip in my plumpery pillow. And so next time I hit Grace, all of my feathers exploded out of it. There was a million bazillion of those floaty things. They filled the whole air practically. Lucille did a gasp. That Grace did a gasp too. I danced around very giggling. Hey, it's snowing. I said it's snowing, it's snow. Just then the door swinged open very fast. It was Lucille's Nana. She saw me holding the broken pumpery pillow. My heart pounded hard inside of me. Hello, I said, very nervous. How are you today? I'm fine, except I'm having a little bit of a feather problem, apparently. The Nana walked at me very slow. Then she took my pillow out of my hands. She hided her face in that flatty thing. She didn't even come out for a real long time. All right, that's all for today. The next chapter is chapter 7, and it's called Peeping. I hope that you're enjoying the story so far and that you come back for more. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye! Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon.